Watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Who is Queenie? She's in her 20s. She lives in London. She's facing all the firsts. First major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Can she turn her quarter-life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. The new series Queenie is now streaming on Hulu. You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously. Don't just go for the big sales. They have literally thousands of low-priced goods with their house brand. $3.65 by Whole Foods Market. While at happy prices, limited-time seasonal flavors, and... All the quality you expect, like no high fructose corn syrup or over 300 other ingredients banned from all the food they sell. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. Ooh, look at me. My name is Weiss. I know facts. I'm rich. There's literally no way on earth you would ever know what this is. And I don't think that anybody else really at home would know besides maybe like five nerds. And it's okay because I couldn't think of anything else and I don't care what anybody has to say about it. Well, I was going to Google the name, but I don't know how to spell Weiss. Of course you don't because why would you? It's not a name. So, <laughs> okay. um, well, welcome back, everyone. This is The Read. I am, I am Patricia Nightingale. Okay, and I am Roxanne Gay. Who is Patricia Nightingale? I have no idea. Did you just make up that whole name? Just put two words together. I thought maybe she was Florence's sister or... I don't know who that is. Intern or something, Florence Nightingale? Okay, <laughs> never mind. Okay, dope. Um, so welcome back. Let's not waste any time at all. I mean, I don't know how this is supposed to match up to last week's episode because, first of all, it was two days long and also Trina was here and then whatever. So, I mean, that was that was fantastic, actually. Every time we have like a dope guest like that coming back in the studio is hard, but that one was a big one for you. So, um, well, so changing. She's everything. This week in Black Excellence, let's just go ahead and discuss the Oscar nominations. Very, very black this year, thankfully. And record-breaking in a few areas. So, look, first of all, this is the first time that black actors have been nominated in every acting category at the Oscars, which... Sad. <laughs> After two years of them not being nominated at, at all, all in right. any of them. Right. So now Denzel's nominated for Fences for Best Actor. Mahershala Ali's nominated for Supporting Actor in Moonlight. Mm. Uh, Ruth Nega is at, uh, nominated for Best Actress for Loving. Viola Davis is nominated for Supporting Actress for Fences. She is now the first actor, or first actress to be nominated for an Oscar three times right. in her lifetime. The first black one. The first black one. Right, because we know white girls been getting it, but... Three times. Just, just in case three. you thought Auntie Viola didn't invent acting, she actually did. Like, 100%, absolutely. Three times. She's it. Before her, I believe it was Whoopi Goldberg who was nominated for Ghost. Yeah, and something else. I don't remember. I don't think it was The Color Purple. 
Well, no, I don't think so either now that I'm thinking about it, but I don't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, either way, she was the one who was holding it down prior to that with two nominations for some older movies. So the fact that it's like three, meanwhile, like... Anyway, the point is to focus on positive Meanwhile, things. these little white girls get a nomination every year. But still, the, fa- the fact that her, the three movies she was nominated in are all fantastic. And she killed all three of them. It's Doubt, just- The Help, and now... Um, Fences, Fences, which is excellent. Um, excellent. Adapted from a play, so lots of monologues, but really good. I thought it was great. It was, but it's definitely, you can tell that it was a play. I mean, is it like intentional? Like, that's why I love, that's yeah. part of what I love. It was it. beautiful. It was, ugh, yeah, don't get me started. Um, Naomi Harris is nominated for Moonlight, supporting that's actress. That's right, bitch. That's um, the fuck right. Octavia Spencer is nominated for Best Actress for or Best Supporting Actress for Hidden Figures. Mm, 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 um, mm, that's my girl. This is the first time that multiple Black nominees were nominated in the category. In the category. For, Isn't that sad? <laughs> we have to pick which Black person we're gonna root for. It was Margaret Avery and Oprah Winfrey in 1985 for, for the, the Color, color Purple. Purple. Damn, that is sad. That is just tragic. Over. 89? 85. 85. Oh, sorry. Worse. <laughs> Way worse. <laughs> a good 32 years ago. Much older than me. <laughs> Wait a minute. So. <laughs> oh, um, Congratulations just, to all the nominees, though. That's great. Moonlight is also nominated for Best Picture. Hidden Figures is. Fences is. Barry Jenkins, Barry Jenkins is nominated for Best Director. I'm sure I'm missing some other people. But lots of representation and inclusion in this year's Oscars. Great to see it. Well-deserved. Everything. I actually am lucky to say that I did get to see all of these films. Except I don't think, it's, I, don't think I saw Loving. I know I didn't see Loving. Mm-hmm. But I saw the rest of them. Well, I know Ruth Nick is well. great. So oh, I'm just going to go ahead and root for yeah, her Yeah, I'm anyway. just going to go ahead and say, girl, eat it. Because yeah. But I actually slays. am going to watch the Best Picture. I've seen probably half of the Best Picture nominees. So I'm going to go ahead and watch the rest of them just so I can make sure that I know I'm right when I say Moonlight should win. Like, just, I already feel it. All right. I feel that already deep in my soul, but I just want to be able to know it for sure. Right. I agree. I mean, I have literally no intention of ever watching La La Land, but I mean, I, I mean, guess I should so that really... you should be like, oh, okay. I like this movie is not superior because it has 14 <laughs> so nominations. It looks so dumb. I don't even, whatever. Yeah. So, white um, people acting like they invented jazz. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. 
it's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, ever notice how your relationship with your wireless carrier can have the same yada yada as a bad romantic relationship? Of course you do. We're about to get into all of the reasons that that happens when these listener letters get here. Like you're treated to something special at the beginning with exciting gifts and offers and, you know, imagery of what a perfect partner could look like. But then you get ignored and overlooked, ghosted, if you will. Well, if this sounds like your wireless carrier, it might be time to put an end to that. Now at Metro, existing customers get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex, more than just free 5G phones when you join. Get the same great deals as new customers on select devices like Samsung, Motorola, and Revel when you stay 12 months and trade in a phone. It's the first of many initiatives Metro is making to ensure all of their customers feel valued, unlike that person who's left you on red. Stop by your neighborhood Metro store, bring your number and ID, and sign up for an eligible Metroflex plan. Let's move on. So that's that for um, Black Excellence. Also, rest in peace to Q from Rawlstar, who just randomly was found dead somewhere. I mean, as... I think he died in his sleep of a heart attack. That's what I heard, but then I heard some other story that he was found somewhere else, like not in his sleep. Oh, God. Well, I hope I don't know what the story messy, is, right? and I don't care. The problem, you know, all I will say is that as crazy and problematic as world star hip hop has been. Oh my god! <laughs> it, you can't deny the impact, and that man like created something that impacted hip hop culture. This is true in a huge way. So negative or positive, it happened. Negative or positive, I never met him, but clearly he had a big impact on a lot of people. So I'm definitely sorry for everybody's loss. Okay, so um, this week in the bullshit, uh, where to start? I'm going to allow you to put together your microphone. So where to start? Um, Okay, well, first of all, let me just go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, The new edition biopic miniseries film story mm-hmm. is currently happening on uh, a black as hell ass entertainment and television and um, people are very very excited about this film the first part of the I think it's three parts mm-hmm. the first one came on last night and I guess it will be again tonight and then tomorrow night I don't know whatever mm-hmm. um, yeah people were really thrilled about this I'm excited to see I actually didn't watch it um, because I didn't feel like it but <laughs> For the same reason. Um, I do want to go back and, and check it out at some point. I mean, just to give you perspective, New Edition, hmm, New Edition would be more for, like, like aunties maybe in my life. Yeah. Because, like, by the time Belle Biv DeVoe and Poison came around, I was two. So. <laughs> just a baby. I don't. Yeah. 
Like, I know lots of their records, obviously, and love lots of new editions of music, but I don't know the story, and I actually don't care very much. Right. Okay. So well, that's, I, that's very real. I'm interested in seeing it, you know, to see mm. wherever they go with it. And I like a lot of the people on the cast, but... We weren't allowed to listen to secular music, so right. I... You know, if it wasn't like a radio hit, then I don't know probably anything that came out before 96. <laughs> Just being real with y'all. If it wasn't Disney or like on the radio where white kids in the suburbs were playing it, I probably don't know it. So it's not that I don't like their music, but I can't say that I ever owned their albums or went to their concerts and no shit like that. So I just... If y'all like it, I love it. I like New Edition. I want to see what happens with, their with, with, with Bobby and everybody. But I couldn't possibly act like I even begin to know anything about mm-hmm. a fraction of their story. Right. So I'm feeling like, okay, well, this is for me. Because well, yeah. I want to know. I'm interested mm-hmm. in learning. I know who everybody in the group is and know lots of their records and stuff. And But I just, I don't really care that much. Well, I saw online that apparently they got a dollar and 37 cents for putting out an album and going on a world tour like one dollar and 37 cents each is what they ended up making from that because of the <laughs> fucked up contract they you laughed but it's not funny it is not <laughs> <laughs> but it's not funny because they kids you know like this is somebody grown blatantly robbing from children it's so terrible but there's a lot of acts that have that same story man very that's much just, so ugh, that's like I was excited to see that terrible so wrong the TLC movie was flawed it was bad. But... It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but I was more excited to see that because I, I remember the beginning, yeah. middle, and end of two. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time to tell y'all that we have some here to see at the studio, so... But the point is that I'm glad you guys are enjoying that. Me I too, really yes. like Elijah Kelly. I like Luke James. I love Elijah Kelly and um, Luke James. Great. You know, Breezy's in it. That's my home girl. Whoa, definitely thought you meant Chris. And I was going to be like, did not hear that. But <laughs> yeah, Breezy the artist. <laughs> anyway, so gotcha. I'm going to try and catch up on this last part and then watch the rest of it with you, you fun folks. Um, bitch, the magicians comes back on tonight. Okay, so when we take a break, I have to check my uh, oh my god, what's your DVR app. <laughs> And make sure that that is recording because oh, man. that has got top priority over Ronnie, Mike, uh, te- uh, Jamal. Okay. Well, Melvin. all of y'all forgot that Shonda and her bad bitches are coming back tomorrow night. So oh, Viola and uh, Carrie <laughs> and that white girl on Grey's Anatomy. Have you seen that commercial with the three I just of them? say Chandra. I don't know why they didn't have Chandra stomp down that goddamn hallway <laughs> should, with the two. It like, should have just been Chandra by herself. Like, I'm back. Thursdays are mine. You're going to be watching. So just, so it's back. Turn they tell me that, you know, it's procedure <laughs> to give you a reminder or whatever, but I'm back home. Thursdays are mine again. Ugh, man. Um, I got to see where Scandal goes. I just, I got to. I, got I have to. to go back and watch like the last two episodes at least because I don't remember what the fuck right. happened since Carrie wanted to have a family and right. be happy. <laughs> right, wanted to go off and enjoy her children and her husband and shit. Selfish. Anyway. <laughs> Rude. Like Donald Glover being in Star Wars Like how dare you show. get jobs and like do iconic things. How dare y'all make money and do better? Don't nobody care Annoying. about that. 
Uh, so there were these rumors going around that Tiny is begging for her husband to come home. What? Um, after she went on live and said, quote, uh, he needs to come home to me. So, I mean, not that that sounds surprising or that any of us really give a shit. But to be fair, when watching the clip, I think that her words are being. Um, so they're absolutely going to hear you pouring additional Hennessy into the cup. That's fine. I already know. told the okay, people cool. there's Hennessy in the studio. You're saying because I know that I can hear it. Okay. Um. <laughs> so basically what she's saying in this car, I guess she's I don't know if she's on Facebook Live or Instagram Story Live. I don't really know. Everybody has a live now. Everybody does have a whole live thing. So whatever. But someone said something about, I guess, going home. Like she should go home to him or go back to him. And she said, he needs to come back to me. I'm spo- I'm where I'm supposed to be at. Something like that. Oh, so it wasn't my man need to come he back. He needs to come home. I miss him. It was like, no, bitch. <laughs> you got to twist I ain't it. going nowhere, ho, because I ain't the one who fucked cool. up. Tell that, that nigga to get <laughs> His shit together. <laughs> that nigga the one need to charge up Siri or Google Maps or whoever the fuck else and make his way Ways. back over. Damn, that ain't me, ho. Because I'm not doing I ain't it. going nowhere, bitch. You better Uber, Lyft, somebody. I give her three to four weeks before they're back together. Probably. Um, Paris Jackson spoke with Rolling Stone about uh, several things. Her struggles with addiction, suicide, sexual assaults. Um, she said that her father was murdered. She's dealing with that. One of the more interesting things um, that raised a few eyebrows for Negroes uh, was when she said, uh, quote, I consider myself a black. Hmm. She says, my father would look me in the eyes and he'd point his finger at me and he'd be like, you're black. Be proud of your roots. And she would say, OK, basically, her father wouldn't lie to her. And so, well, et cetera, I, mean, et I can't think of too many little girls who would question their daddy on that. So I get it. And I understand that Paris Jackson has gone through a lot in her short little life. And I also do not know who genetically contributed to Paris Jackson as a that person. That is it. So I have no idea if she's black, if she has a mixed parent, or I don't know. I do not know the answer to that. I would say looking at her, I don't think she is, but that's certainly no foolproof way to tell. And so all of that considered, I'm going to leave that little girl alone. I don't consider it a Rachel Dolezal thing where you were clearly... Because Rachel's both of her white ass parents. Mammy and <laughs> daddy. <laughs> Papa and Ma came forward and said, said, nope, she is a Caucasian (laughs) ass liar. And always has been. Here's her high school cheerleading picture. Here's her band camp photographs. (laughs) She has been white all of her life. White. (laughs) Paris Jackson's father was black she was even that whole when side of the family her whole ass family is black like you know i don't have a dog in that fight i've decided to let her have that yeah. and i'm gonna just be quiet i don't I'm have not, yeah I'm, I'm not about to argue with that little girl about it again because i do not know who her biological parents are and she's been through enough right this isn't some white woman who grew up you know, in the full middle of well. Wisconsin, right? And right. they decided to go to an HBCU and say, I'm going to be down now. Nan, one of that woman's parents no. came forward and said, you are a black woman. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you have to be proud and independent. Mm-hmm. Nobody did that. I'm she sensitive. chose to be black. I'm sensitive about the children of, like, my personal legends. 
like Whitney's baby and when Bobby Christina after Whitney died and Bobby Christina just fell apart and all that I just thinking about Paris and how hard it must be to be the child of Michael Jackson like the biggest entertainer of all time it's just it's so much it's too much so I'm not interested in picking apart that little girl from you know the memories that her father gave her or whatever else that's complicated and I wish her the best and everybody who has always been like prior to this for years who've been trying to like make light or joke about the fact that Michael is or isn't her biological father or he didn't contribute to the <laughs> like for, who cares you know what I'm mean, saying he's still her father regardless that's of, still her dad right he raised her she he was knew around him as her father like mean <laughs> let me not get dark. all you niggas got a play uncle or a real uncle or a granddaddy or an older brother who has been your father figure also like people don't have to be and ain't no blood yours. genetically right they don't have to be genetically your father in order to be your father so. and we don't even know so i don't just be like okay girl yeah, I'm just not finna drag that little girl behind that. I'm not. I That's totally different care. from a grown-ass white woman who knows she's lying. Who? N- I'm gonna leave that. <laughs> I'm just leaving that little girl alone. I am. I'm, I agree. Um. So, here's a further update on the... Um, the Duke out in Dubai. I don't know what to call it <laughs> these days. Um, you called that arrest. Listen... <laughs> So, if you haven't heard, Soldier Boy was recently arrested in L.A. for violating his probation with guns. It is so warm in here. Again, it really is. Um, I'm going to cut the air on. So, he was charged with felony possession of an assault weapon, which is... It was one of those little Draco guns that all of the... You, the new oh, hit them no. folks niggas are obsessed about they talk about on all their songs okay got you which is so ridiculous like what the fuck do you even like you don't need a gun much less well maybe some of these niggas might but if you need a gun that's probably your fault yeah it's like what are you dipping in <laughs> right. that that you feel like you must have because I don't need a gun but that's because I don't go nowhere but to the studio and home um so. But one of the, like, this is a gun that you use in, like, Call of Duty mm. or, you know, Kill Zone. One of those games that you play at Dave and Buster's, like House of the Dead or something. Like, what do you, what do you have, what do you need this for? A machine gun, a semi-automatic something used in war. Besides the fact that you can now rap about it and actually say, I have one. It doesn't, whatever. Is that worth it when you're going to jail? Does that make you feel better about being arrested? I mean, it's either that or getting your ass whipped in the desert. Does, right. Does being arrested authentically feel better than being arrested or just fronting and being free? Probably. <laughs> I guess to these When niggas, you're a soldier boy, you ain't got shit else to uh, do. This, this fight in Dubai is not happening. Do not book your flights. So not only was he um, caught with the possession of that assault weapon, then he's also in trouble for possession of a firearm and a misdemeanor charge of a receiving stolen property apparently one of the guns he was caught with was stolen out of a cop car 
And the other gun is just illegal in the state of California, which should just be illegal everywhere because who the <laughs> fuck needs this little Mafia 3-ass gun? How many different ways can you fuck that up, though? Really? A gun from the back of a cop's car? You didn't think they was going to notice? Why do you have this? Right. How did you get this? That's an even better question. That nigga was like, okay, it's almost March. Let me find the nearest <laughs> cop car. <laughs> And just see what I can come up with. Because I've only gained three pounds. A Kleenex. <laughs> Chris Brown is in here working out every day. He's about to stomp me through the mud. Nine years of pent-up aggression. <laughs> right. right. Chris Brown has been waiting on somebody. He can just freely beat the fuck down. Ready to fight. So Soldier Boy said, let me get the, sh- the fuck out of here. I got to get out of this agreement. So he is jail? facing up to four years in prison if he's convicted. Fun, fun. I say take him. You know, yeah, let, let him go. Shit, four years on the inside might be better than four years dealing with Donald Trump in the regular ass economy. You know what? It might be. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Take him to jail. Watch him be like, don't let me out till January 20th, <laughs> 2020. He might actually have the recipe. Or 2021, whatever. But like that might. I mean, if you were like a white person with like the Martha Stewart privileges where you could go to the prison where y'all have arts and crafts and tennis and, and cable. Like, right. And, and you can use like iPhone for 30 minutes film a day. Film premieres and iPads. College. Right. right. <laughs> Central Heat Man. Yeah. The fun prison. Yeah, but awesome. The vacation prison. Right. Then. No. But not if you got grueling cops. Not that prison. Um, Let's see here. <laughs> my super sweet 16 is coming back nobody cares um i actually can't wait to see spoiled teenagers act the ass on tv again it's just not gonna be the same you don't think so no because now it's i'm gonna be worse now i'm older and i pay bills and i pay taxes and i take care of myself and i don't think yeah, that i have the capacity to see young children um, being spoiled rotten. Like when I was a teenager and was like, you know, at the, the very furthest, I was saying, would you like fries with your meal? Mm-hmm. But I was doing that to buy iPods and electronic things <laughs> that my mama wasn't going to pay for. Exactly. So I really didn't have like seeing little bratty kids being like, so I would like a Bentley, a Rolls Royce, I need Little Wayne to perform live mm-hmm. and five jets. Fuck around and miss one of these ingredients, and that's your ass, mom. <laughs> like, and then, then I thought fits. it was, I thought it was amazing then, and I would go, I'll still go back and watch some the of those old ones, yeah. But now, like new kids, I'd be like, get a job, you lazy <laughs> bitch. See, I was a little older, so back then I was like, you know, you sons of bitches need a job. I remember this one little girl. I think she was mixed, and her mama. This, her white mom yes. who was dancing with the mannequin and she had oh my god do you want to get your do you want me to beat you up in front of <laughs> yeah. all these people again Beg, are you ready for that she's like, a legend I said her, oh a white mama looks lit Bajorn um Tiana Taylor came up off of my super yeah, sweet did. 16 those were like the legendary episodes for me Tiana Bajorn and whatever the biracial girls anytime they get mad over getting the wrong car or like the wrong luxury vacation or the wrong earrings you'd be like 
If I could slap the taste buds out of your selfish, spoiled-ass little mouth, I would. Them kids ain't shit. I like the one where Puffy's son with the box kit perm had a... And, okay. and Nicki Minaj came to his. Yes. That was a good one. Didn't Kylie Jenner have one? No. She didn't? I don't think so. I mean, maybe. Shit, I don't know. Or maybe Tyga like performed at somebody else's. I don't know. I don't know. No, Tyga. I, I feel like Tyga did perform at somebody's. At somebody, but I feel yeah. like that was some okay. other little yeah. white girls. Probably. You know, but I think that Tyga actually did perform at her Sweet Sixteen, but it uh, wasn't on TV. That would be even gross. Oh, because he was already knocking that. No, down Google. Then. You can Google that at some point. I feel that. like that. I feel like isn't that true? He probably like is. they met around that time or something Ugh. that she wanted him at her Sweet Sixteen and he came. Yeah, and performed. I mean that's probably. I'm true. sure that's true. Gross. Anyway. <laughs> but I don't need to see Mm-mm. any further work. Unless job! they're going to do some more like celebrity kids. Oh, you remember the one with CeeLo's daughter? Vaguely. Because Not any specifics. Now, CeeLo ain't shit, and we know we've moved on from that. But that episode, the one with her and both of her parents, they were like the first parents that I remember being on Super Sweet 16. Like, so. All of this shit that you planned, mm-hmm. it's canceled. Right. Because you have the nerve to come here with a C. So. Oh, man. My mama was good for some shit like that. Nope. Your whole fun for the rest of the month is canceled <laughs> because you got a bad That C grade. stands for catch this T. And, <laughs> and the T is that you ain't getting shit. And she had to go and like, she swept the house, washed all the cars. Oh, no, that's right. Was out there waxing shit, like getting down to the nitty gritty and bringing back like a list of chores that was finished for her mom and dad were like, okay, okay. well, we'll do this party, but you ain't having this and we're still not doing that because you have the black ass nerve. Right. I mean, like, that episode was lit too. So if they're going to do it. like celebrity kids, yeah, that just might be regular spoiled rich white people. I don't care I don't about you. See, right. Like, well, thank you. The Hills days are over. And keep that out of my life. Um, so, um, Liquor. Kiki Barrett Palmer. Uh, Her middle name is Barrett. No. <laughs> I was going to Google it. But doesn't it sound like it could it be? <laughs> oh. Kiki Palmer um, is quite uh, peeved with the likes of Trey Songs. Because Trigger Trey invited her to a party that ended up being a music video. A music video for a Trey Songs record that I don't know the name of or care about that ended up on worldstarhiphop.com later. Damn, R.I.P. Crazy. So here's where the issue comes in now at one point in the song which features i want to say fabulous and some other new rap nigga i don't know anything about mm-hmm. um the new nigga has a line on the song where he says something disgusting like i i palm her pussy like kiki I palm her pussy like Kiki. Yeah, what does Kiki, that mean? Kiki Palmer. Like, oh. like, <laughs> <palm her. laughs> I was <laughs> something to the. What did I miss? Don't quote me, but I, I know that's how he used it. Palmer pussy like right. Oh, you clever niggas. So she was invited over to this house party where you know they begin the drinking and smoking, and uh, I don't Fun. know nachos, whatever else, and. 
Kiki says they had asked her multiple times to join in uh, the music video, and she declined more than once. Okay. She then says that she even says that she hid in a closet at one point. Why? Why didn't you hide at home? <laughs> that <laughs> could have just gone ahead and wait. I don't get it. You didn't want to be in the video, so they started shooting a video at the house after she thought it was just going to be a house party. So once you saw all the cameras and people signing waivers, apparently maybe they didn't do all of that. I don't know. Okay, well, God bless. But she says at one point because she's in the video Mm. at the Palmer whatever Kiki. Oh, so they put. Oh, but she's in it for like that two seconds, right? So it makes sense to me that they kept asking her to be in this video because she's her name is right. So, hmm. after the video comes out and she's in it, she puts this um, Instagram uh, press secretary statement. <laughs> Her, Sean, what's his name? Sean Spicer. Oh, God, that little bitch. Her alternative facts. Woo! I can't read all of this. But it says, this is preposterous. Facts. What the crisp English <laughs> fuck is that what? That's rich white man for lie? That's all that is. I think it's important to acknowledge that we, we as the nation, can can go ahead and consider alternative facts. That's the biggest, baddest no, liars not a thing. in the history of words. Why can't you just be like lie? Like why? Right. Like y'all invented it. Why can't you just be like it was a lie? And what the black fuck are you gonna do about it? The fact that Besides this is even nothing. What y'all are worried about? Like all of this has been about crowds at the inauguration and how many people think he's doing a great job with and his voter speech. fraud. Like bitch. You won. You like, won. You cheated and won. You won. Shut up. Like, why are we talking about right. this? I don't get it. If you swear that three million people voted illegally, then that means that you are not a legitimate president and we need to go ahead and either put Hillary's ass in office or have a whole nother election. Why are you opening That's what your that mouth means. to say, to give us more reasons that we should this. not be doing this. I it's, don't get, it's only been like four or five days. I'm stressed the fuck out behind this nigga. I am. This I is why lie. I'm living in a dream state as it is. Because as far as I'm concerned, oh in the God. real world, like, we're all gonna die. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's only, our days are numbered, it's only a matter of time before, like, he, like, the, the earth... <sighs> explodes like some shit that you would see in Mm. the Avengers or some like I just know it's the end of days yeah and that's why everybody was dropping dead last year Mm -hmm. because God is getting just clocked out rest in peace to her getting this uh, rapture Mm -hmm. kick started you know that's why I'm trying to make my peace now mind my business Mm -hmm. do what I gotta do because yeah I'm chilling I've I think in a way, this presidency, the the less than a week that it has been an actual thing, has made me realize that, like, I really be stressed out about, you know, money and taxes and the future and all this big stuff. But Donald Trump is going to take all that away. So I might as well just have a good time while I'm still alive. We're all going to die. Right. So <laughs> I'm just going to have fun. Fuck it. I don't care anymore. Whatever. I'm going to do the, the, the thing that bothers me the most about this. Um, besides, you know, my death and right. never getting to you see know. my loved ones again is that I'm never going to get to play Kingdom Hearts 3 because I know <laughs> that he is going to destroy the planet. 
before, before Square Enix back. puts that game out. And I am pissed. I am pissed. Like, <laughs> or by the time it comes out, he will have caused some sort of massive energy crisis and it won't be enough electricity for Like the Manhattan. day after they announce the release date is when he's going to like blow the planet up. I know it. I know it. And you could have been put this game out. I'm pissed. Like, man. Anyway. Woo. So back to Kiki Palmer and her pissivities. Oh, right, 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 right. She put a caption after someone uh, tweeted or whatever about the video and her being in it. She says, this is preposterous. How am I in this video, Trey, after you found me in a closet hiding because I was so afraid of any more conflict? Literally, my last option was to hide because you all would not listen when I said I did not want to be in the video the first time. Just because you give someone food and alcohol and throw a little... Throwing a little sexual intimidation, I don't know what that means, doesn't mean they will buckle. Maybe, like, heavy flirting? Sexual intimidation. That doesn't sound positive like flirting does. That sounds like... Like yeah, dicks the in your edge face. of rape. Right. Yeah, I don't. That, sounds, that doesn't sound like a fun even time. further reasons to be like, why were you still there? That's what you know. And I'm not doing a victim blame or nothing, but she said no, she not went at all. High, she said she went and hid in the closet. I think that she was fucked up. And, like, just really didn't want to be in the video. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I was drunk and high, I might go hide in the closet. That's what I'm I'm saying. Right. (laughs) Exactly. I might go get in your closet. Like, steal somebody's (laughs) comforter and be in the bathtub. I'm going to take your pillow off the couch and go lay down. (laughs) Bitch, what the fuck are you doing in here, you black bitch? Get out of the bathtub. How long have you been in my fucking shower, you dumb bitch? I just don't want to do it. (laughs) Like, whatever. Sure. So then this turns into, you know, I've known him since I was 12. Why would he do this to me? When a woman says no, it means no. We just marched, blah, blah, blah. Why can't you respect me as a woman, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Songs then put a photo up on Instagram. Why does everybody use Instagram? Instagram should just have a new feature that's dedicated solely to press releases and, <laughs> like, you know, addressing the public. Yeah. Because... It should ask when you're logging in, like... <laughs> Are you about to put up something that you typed in notes? Yes or no? Right. <laughs> so that just can buy the notes. Borders. Right. <laughs> so they can clean it up for you a little bit right. and make it look like a real press Would release. Would you like us to jazz this up for you? <laughs> put a header and a footer on it for you? A little signature, a little date stamp. Um... He says, so sorry for those that believe everything without knowing anything. However, I cannot devote my life to responding to or clearing up every side of every story you hear about me. When would I actually live? I know my character. I know my truth. I know my heart, et cetera, et cetera. 16 hashtags. Kiki went on Twitter and said, I didn't even know they were filming. Meanwhile, I said I did not want to be in the video. I said it more than once and kept being pressured. Trey Songz then said, baby girl's bugging, point blank period, got my number. You could have called, saw the cameras and heard the, and the lights. You heard action. What? I don't do this Twitter shit. You know me and got my number. You all do this Twitter shit. All of you do it. And every. Uh, None of you are better than this. (laughs) I don't know why everybody keeps saying that in the midst of being about, like you're, you're doing it. So niggas be beefing on Instagram like I don't even be beefing with niggas on Instagram. Yes, you do, girl. I mean, I guess on like one end of things you want to kind of like defend yourself or speak up for yourself since you're doing it publicly, but at the same time I would have been like, girl, but you clearly 
Like the camera was right in your face. What did you think that they were doing? I mean, here, I just don't. This seems like something that did not have to involve the rest of us. If you saw that they put you in this video after you told your friend that you've known since you were fucking 12 that you didn't want to be in the video and a clip of you got in anyway, if that happened to me, I'm thinking about myself, I would have called that nigga like, really? Who the fuck put me in this video? Take you know, it Take it down. down. Take me now. out, nigga. You heard me say no. You know, like, and that would have been the end of it. What I'm not finna do is craft no no whole big ass like event for everybody who follows me on Twitter and Instagram to get involved with so that they can see the two of us go back and forth and be messy. Cause that don't sound like y'all are really friends, but maybe y'all ain't since he put you in the video that you didn't want to be in. I think Hollywood friends is, you know, it's very different from the way that I consider Actual friends. friends. Yeah. Like friends is somebody that I would speak to, you know, normally people who know my business without my manager telling me, me to right <laughs> like just because we're friendly doesn't mean that we are friends that's real but either way this whole thing goes my opinion is this um if the keeks decided that and it's awful that her name is kiki on top of the rest of this shit like what is kiki's actual name Keyandria. That sounds accurate. No, I made that up. I know. Oh, okay. But it <laughs> still was... sounds like her name's Lauren. Is it? It's Lauren? It, uh, Lauren, Lauren Kiana. Kiana <laughs> All right, Lauren. What's wrong with Lauren? So, I guess Kiki Palmer sounds better than Lauren Palmer. Kiki Palmer was born in 1993. That. Oh, they all have L names. Slaves. Oh my God! Everything. Her daddy name is Larry, and they have a Laurencia. <laughs> you got your black ass thing. A L'Oreal and a Lawrence. That's right. <laughs> That's my family down there. Like both my parents have the same letter, first letter in their name. All their kids do. That's so. dope. That's dope. Whatever. Come um, on, Laurence. I want to be Laurencia. <laughs> down to the socks. Um. So. <laughs> I feel like, look, if you were there and you did tell them over and over again that you didn't want to be in the video, they shouldn't have put you in the video. Yeah. I do agree with that. And I do feel like it isn't fair to an extent to say, well, you should have just gone home. Because if she was drunk, partying, having a good time with her friends, and then all of a sudden they bring out cameras and ain't nobody say nothing, I would have been like, oh, so now I got to leave because y'all ain't telling me that I was, you know, you was going to just don't put me in it. Right. You know? And you would think that would be enough. You would think that that would be enough. I don't care if my name was mentioned in the song. That doesn't mean I got to be in the video don't put me in the video i agree Mm -hmm. with her to that extent so i will give her that um (laughs) i also kind of agree that you know she could have handled it off of the internet but shit if now everybody see me in this video i mean she claims that you know her brand is the issue at stake here because you know, I guess because of these Ryan Murphy checks that she gets. I mean, is it a is it a pussy shot or something in this video? What I mean, is so bad? You know, Trey Songz is one of these R&B singers that is like mm. on the edge of rap. 
Like, I can't do... I, this is the reason why I don't really give a fuck about male R&B like that these days. It's because they all have to be, like... They have this rapper persona where Just everything filthy. is about, yeah. like, pussy juice and where they're going to come. And oh, all of my niggas have this weapon. And it's like, but you're really doing this in with a bravado? Like, you're, you're doing this <laughs> right. with a vibrato in the key of... Come on, a bravado good, and a vibrato. Crisp sis. Both of them. Like, I don't need to hear... I don't want to hear about, you know, ammunition while you're doing a run. Like, I, mean, I don't. And I don't want to, I didn't want to say it, but I ain't been checking for Trace, whatever Trey Songs has been doing in a long time. Be careful. Not to say that because I didn't enjoy song some. Hive, <laughs> whatever they're called. Oh, listen. The Starlets. Song, I don't know. What I will called. never forget when I tweeted Trey Songs and told him that you cannot beat somebody's body like a Congo because the yep, Congo's not a drum. That's right. And all the Trey Songs stands, all the songs, yup, girls, back when all you hoes had songs, yup. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even buy them. You hoes was like, <laughs> Melanie, yup, <laughs> one, two, eight, nine. <laughs> three years. <laughs> yes. I about, who is this bitch? Telling Trey some shit about geography, bitch. bitch. You don't know that about instruments, you dumb bitch. On his cornrows, I'll whoop your ass, bitch. <laughs> what do you want to do, bitch? But I remember the invented sex video being this very much hyped thing and them having this whole big takeover, I think with Nicole Bitchy and all this stuff. And it was just like this whole big thing. And then after that, I don't remember him really capitalizing off of his wave. No, he has still been like... Oh, I remember when he covered Prince at the BET Awards. And Prince. <laughs> Prince looked at them niggas like, don't ever invite me back to nothing. Nothing. I came here with my muse and Where you have somebody- crisp garments and this is what y'all are going to do. I mean. Prince wasn't having it. I'm thankful because that's some of the best gifts of my life, but. Eternal, forever. I'm for just saying, Trey Songz and Kiki Palmer, this is just like. I don't know. Figure it out. I agree with her. She shouldn't have been in the video if she said out yeah, loud. And I feel like she probably video. did. And I don't. I don't have any reason to. Not I'm believe sure she her. did. Right. You know. But the only thing that annoys me about this is that it's turning into this. She's trying to turn it into another like, you know, because I'm standing up for women of <laughs> oh god, and we girls have to stand together because okay Taylor. you knew that like all of this <laughs> bullshit like girl you bit like you argue with girls you still stop trying to do this holier than thou i am a crisp role model ass bitch and i stand up for what's right when you still ain't giving us our things That's give right. us our things back until you do that and acknowledge that you're a thief i don't want to hear oh no more of your i'm standing up for nothing just say i didn't want to be in that video bitch you shouldn't have put me into it don't say nothing else about womanhood and i'm standing up for x y and z because we don't need you to be nobody's warrior the amen end. that's it that's that's it. right, and I'm done. That's all that was to that. So that's Shade and Fool for this week. Let's go on and take a fresh Are we not break. talking about... That's my read. Oh, okay. Well, amen. Hey, y'all. These days, most of us are meeting new people online through the apps. Yes, it's me. I'm on the apps. I've been trying out a lot of them lately. And I have to say, there's something about that Hinge. First of all, Hinge is the dating app that is designed to be deleted. The whole point is that the girls want you to find somebody and then get off of it. And they have these great prompts 
hinge prompts to help you show off your full personality and connect with somebody who appreciates you. Now, we know Ligabigatiga Month is coming up. Kifira and I are both on the Broken Wrist community. And Hinge's LGBTQIA plus prompts are designed to help queer daters specifically better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibilities. These prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people, and they have quite a few of them. The first time I knew I was gay, or I feel proudest of who I am, or my chosen family is the best at. For me, um, you know, one of the Ligabigatiga prompts that I chose to answer was the one about connecting to my community. I connect to my community by, first of all, doing this show. You're welcome. Um, But also through volunteer work, uh, through donations, and by having a good time at Pride and making sure that no matter where I go, I show up as my full authentic self. And if you don't like it, you don't have to have me there. So that's just one of the ways that I like to use these hinge prompts to kind of give people an idea of who I am and what I'm about. So you already know before you message me, like I already see what type of time she on. If you're interested in meeting somebody new and getting rid of dating apps, then download Hinge today and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. They right there waiting on you on Hinge. So go download it today. Get started. Not everything in life is flexible, but at Capella University, your education can be. With our game-changing FlexPath learning format, you're empowered to fit education into your life without putting other priorities on hold. FlexPath lets you set your own deadlines and adjust them when needed. You can take courses at your own speed, and move on to the next one when you're ready. Imagine how a flexible education can make a difference in your life at capella.edu. So it's time for listener letters as we move on and stuff. It is. Send your questions to askthereed at gmail.com. Um, <clears throat> shout out to everybody who emailed us last week about the woman who was eight and a half months pregnant and dealing with her husband who basically didn't want to fuck no more. Um, with a lot of different advice about, you know, when you're that pregnant, sometimes your sex drive can be higher. Also, yeah, I've heard that. Uh, you may not look the same or, you know, your husband may be afraid of having sex with you because they are rationally worried about hurting the baby. I've heard, I heard that one too. And I don't know why I didn't think of that because I've heard many men feel that way. Yeah. I probably would too, honestly. Right. I mean, and that's understandable. Just a reminder that this show is for entertainment purposes. We've been doing it for four years. I feel like y'all know that by now, but if you seriously write into us thinking that we can like fix your life, we cannot. We this show is fucking jokes. Don't have are you tools. kidding? And we are garbage. We try our best. We can't even you, fix our sad ass lives. Are you fucking kidding me? You ruin your life going on <laughs> what we said on here. This show black is it's just like I don't have a degree in this shit. Right. What the fuck? We're not therapists. So our first question this week comes from Lincoln and it's a video game question. One for me and one for you. Okay. Because <clears throat> you know I'm a gamer now. Cool. And it says my first one is for Crystal. How did you like Life is Strange? What was your favorite episode? And did you like Chloe? And did you save Kate? For Kid Fury, have you played Until Dawn? If you did, how did you like it? <laughs> I didn't even um, have to ask you that. How do you feel about Grand Theft Auto 5? Okay. Is that 5? Yeah. I guess 5 just came More than out. Likely. Yeah, and how do you feel about Grand Theft Auto 5 if you've played that? Thanks for listening. Or, I'm sorry, thanks for looking and reading this message. I really appreciate it and love you guys. Thanks, Lincoln. Oh, <laughs> his name is Lincoln Ford, so pretty sure that's not his real name. 
You're having a blast over there. We should have Henny every week. I why honestly not? don't know why we don't. Yeah. We should. We try so This is hard. way it's more fun. Like, yeah, fuck why not? No, what? Donald Trump is going to ruin everything. I don't want to be sober. Fuck that. We can literally blow, though. I mean, we might not get to, like, March. I don't even want to think about it. So, have you played Until Dawn or, or Kingdom Hearts 5? What? No one's in. Grand Theft Auto 5. Um, I have played Until Dawn. Until Dawn is kind of like Life is Strange. Oh, really? Have you you've played Life is Strange? Yes. Life oh is Strange God. is much like, there are a lot of games like that where they're kind of like those choose your adventure books. Yeah, from that's what school. it's like. So there's one, Life is Strange was like a really interesting original story. And then there's a company called Telltale that does a bunch of those based off of uh, other people's properties. So there's one like based on Batman. There's one based on The Walking Dead. There's one based on Game of Thrones. They're doing one based on Guardians of the Galaxy. Until Dawn is kind of like that, but it's um, a horror movie. Okay. So they got like Hayden. I'm not playing that. Hayden Panettiere is oh, in it. That little girl from Remember the Titans. The guy from Agents of Shield who was like a double agent or whatever in the first season is in it. Um, Rami Rami Malek Rami Malek. He's Ugh. so fine. Mr. Amy from Mr. So Robot, fine. and he has a twin brother that's finer. He was Have at the seen- Emmys. Let me tell you. I, I had to tell myself, listen, bitch, you better not come out here and show out. Egyptian. <laughs> you better act right Egyptian. at these white people's party. Fine. Te- African. All of fine. them. Fine. Have at it. Fine. Whatever you need. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> so, um, I have played that. I actually played a bit of it with Asante. I, I played a bit of it with, oh, wow, Hennessy. I played a bit of it with Asante. Um, I want to say last year, maybe whenever it came out during the Halloween mm-hmm. um, weeks. And we played it, like, on live on twitch or one of those things live for like maybe 30 minutes to an hour and we were scared shitless it was so much fun so maybe we'll do it again because i actually never finished the game but it's fun because i mean if you like scary movies so then you would hate it but you might like watching it but not playing it okay you're right so because you could cover your eyes yeah with scary stuff like everything is scary to me. I cannot handle True. any violence. That's, that's Once sexual. blood is shed, yeah. it's scary. You should watch Resident Evil Seven. Well, I, you know me and my nigga been watching this Sons of Anarchy shit. Oh, you just have you ever seen? Internet that you have a nigga. I don't care. But have okay, you seen fine. Sons of Anarchy? Yes, I've watched. Oh, Sons so of I cannot watch it Sons straight on. Sons of Anarchy is scary. Yes. Well, not scary, but the way they kill people on that show, I cannot watch. Okay, so okay, so let's differentiate scary from like intense violent. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. It's not. It doesn't scare me, but they really be away. murdering the <laughs> fuck out of niggas on yeah. that show. Like they own niggas. You watched <laughs> us play Grand Theft Auto and couldn't handle when we were like shooting people, right? And they were like on the other side of the map. Like, when my oh, brother used even... to play it, I couldn't handle when he beat up the prostitutes. I'm like, this is it, awful. That is wrong. It is wrong. Like, but is... why can you do that? Why does because the game you allow you to do, do that? that? <laughs> it's not Grand Theft right. Auto has allowed. <laughs> it's about letting. You... <laughs> It's about freedom. It's, it's like not you about freedom. You're never either. encouraged. Here's the thing. You're never encouraged to kill a prostitute in the game. You just can but kill them an option. any way that you... You can kill anybody in that game. You could just be walking down the street and shoot somebody that's walking over... You can kill anybody. Well, so, somebody at some point, I think around Grand Theft Auto 3, 
is when they were just like, oh, I'm going to just kill this prostitute. Now, the fucked up thing is, after you have sex with the prostitute, you do you do lose money from it. In but you can get it back. But if you kill them, you get, you get the money it back. back. So and when my brother told me that, that, right, my brother told me that, and I was like, so this was deliberate then. Someone like, thought of Y'all wrote this into the code. You had to. But sometimes you kill prostitutes without sleeping with them, and they just have money. And sometimes you kill regular pedestrians in that game, and they just have money. Oh, God. So it's not like a specific thing. It's just awful that people do that anyway. Right. Anyhow. <laughs> it still happens in real life. Until Dawn is fun to me. I think that it's like, I love scary movies. So it's fun to like play one without it being like, I'm going around this corner and I don't know what's going to happen. Mm. And you get to choose because one of the characters in that game is black. So my first playthrough of the game, I was like, I'm going to make sure everybody else dies <laughs> because <laughs> typically we would be first or second in the line of deaths. So this nigga, he's making it to the end alone. I just started playing Gravity Rush. Which one, the first or the second? I don't know. But I remember, the, so I just started playing it. You told me about it. And is at some point, this cat follows you around. Don't pay attention to the story. I guess it's like your cat's soulmate or something. But you're supposed to be running up to like save this little boy who got snatched up in this you're building or something. One. Okay, so I'm playing the first one. Yeah. But they don't give you the option to like not do it. So like so like you running right you running up to the building and everybody is running in the opposite direction talking about oh no a big storm is coming so I try to run around and leave turn around and leave You're but the they're hero. like you can't right so okay I'm the hero or whatever <laughs> but then you go through all the trouble of saving this little nigga which took me like twenty minutes and then they was mad because they house got fucked up or whatever and I was like did you want your fucking son back or not nigga so I quit playing that <laughs> so I'm not playing this no more that is how the story goes <laughs> it would have just happened that way anyway the people are ungrateful you're a grateful son of a bitch I had to time my jumps and shit to save your fucking kid gravity just play gravity rush 2 instead rude it's way more colorful rude. and it's so fun to I play said, high. Nah, fuck this game like if you're high and you play gravity rush 2 my God. Just don't, you don't even have to pay attention to the story. That story's more interesting because it's about like a corrupt government and like elitis oh. elitism and like classism mm. and that whole type of thing. So the story is like still stupid and I don't pay attention to it, but it's more interesting than the first one. But it's just fun to jump around and like fly when you're super high. Yeah. Um, but yes, I played Until Dawn and whatever the other one is, Grand, Grand Theft Auto, Auto 5. 5. I've played that one as well. I'm trying to play Grand Theft Auto 5 online now. Because you can make a character. So I tried to make one that looks like Beyonce. Because typically in games, if you can make a character, <laughs> I just make Beyonce. Because if you could play as a Beyonce, why wouldn't you? Exactly. So now I'm playing as a fake Beyonce and I'm going around and robbing people. It's fun. Okay. I did like Life is Strange. I don't remember all the episode names. I know there's five of them, though. And that game did get progressively creepier. It's Although, very dark. I did like at one point they were like, you know, you may be kidnapped and about to be murdered, but you won't be sexually assaulted. Like they made sure to draw that line. Like, yeah, it won't be that creepy. It's not. It's great that, that they put tri triggers, right? Right, triggers. right. Exactly. So uh, I really like that game, Chloe. I, you know, I can't say that I liked her, but I don't like most teenagers. I understood her though. Um, I really like those. And types at, the, of at games. the end of the game, I chose to save the town. Um, yeah, so. I, I think you would like more of those. Yeah, I did like but it's that. it's just the most of them I can think of are violent. But then I just, I felt like getting mad. Because you know at the end of every episode, they give you like a review of yeah. all the things you did or didn't do. And, and I'm and like, well, why are you mad at me? 
me bitch? Did I have a choice to do it or not? Honestly, but I thought they were, they tell you like what you did versus what other people did. Yeah, they. I mean, they tell you how many percentages of people did the same thing. That's that you just did. for fun to see how many people did what you did. But mine was just like, okay, you didn't water your plant and it died. You never warned Alyssa about niggas hitting her in the head with a football or whatever. It's supposed to be fun so that way like if you ever want to play it again you can see what happens Oh yeah, and that whole thing. Well cause so I started again after I beat the game cause I beat Life is Strange and I started again and I did some shit different like this time when I went in Victoria's room I started fucking her shit up instead. Right. And the first time I played I took a picture of that bitch when she got hit with the pain and everything as opposed to just being the bigger person. So, Oh you know you what you might like um I'm, I mean, I I hated it, but you might like it. It was called um, Beyond Two Souls, and Ooh. Ellen Page is the star of the game, and it's oh, basically about right. And she that was like during her like peak. I'm not trying to be femme for you girls no more. <laughs> oh so yeah, she's still a little when bush she started in the wearing dyke shit. Right, she's wearing like you know like what are those those people's called that chop down trees. Timber wood logger, whatever those like she's wearing like her button downs and her whole urban outfitters hipster skater boy outfits and things like that, and it's quite it's kind of like along the same lines of um, life is strange. Oh, okay, but it's a little bit more interactive. You might like that. Cool. Um, I don't think I don't think you would think it's scary. Play it with your. It with doesn't your, look scary. <laughs> play it with Bay, and I think that you <laughs> at some point you could just be like, "Here, take this," because I'm not doing it. Yeah, but I it's mean, not violent. I don't think it's scary like that either. Yeah, I just don't like to see blood and brains and all that, and and uh, fucking Sons of Anarchy is like extraordinarily violent. You but like the Batman. The story one. was fantastic. I already bought the Batman when you told me to get that. Yeah, that one's. Cute. But I do love the game with the looms. What is it called? Raymond Legends. Raymond Legends is. It is fun. So good. That's a good, and it is hard. Is the thing like at first it's like oh goofy little kids game, but like when the levels get hard, they get really fucking hard. Very hard. So like it's not. I'm trying to tell you because at home like y'all think that this is just like some kitty shit or whatever. No, it's fun. It's fine, and I get to jump into Kingdom Hearts and be some otherworldly bitch with a, a sword that's a key and fight demons that aren't real and while y'all are sitting here talking about some fucking some empanada face fake ass wag bitch I'm sorry I really I don't know why I used empanada I'm a little tipsy I really didn't mean to offend y'all I'll use alright cause else. empanadas are delicious and pick Mexican. something gross and and, um, <laughs> and speaking of Mexicans they have said time and time again bitch it won't be us we aren't <laughs> Doing it for the like, I don't. Did you know. see white people's president came out today and said that U.S. taxpayers are gonna pay for the wall and he'll pay us? I back. saw that shit, my nigga. I'm like, bitch, you really think, my nigga, you don't even pay yours, ho? You think right. I'm giving you money for your racism wall when I know good and goddamn well I'm not getting this motherfucking money back, bitch? Get your shit in line, bitch. You better dust that wig down, glue that shit down, bitch, and get a fucking grip, ho. Because I'm not giving you donuts. any money for your fucking your bigotry barricade. Will not do it. So, so that's how I feel about that next. Cool. Our next question comes from somebody who says, please don't use my real name. This email is embarrassing enough. Um, so I will call her Tamara. Why do you have to? I'm, I'm Tamara. Because. God, Tamara. 
A have sandwich? You, have she you been watching herself? Have you been watching Jocelyn Hernandez on the real? <laughs> let's just let's pull over. Let's just pull over. Pull over that ass. So, why do I slightly live? I like, 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 if she can like wear because Jocelyn is a mom now, but she can't get she you, can't like, get rid of them thought clothes. She can't, she cannot. But she's turning it down a little bit. If you've noticed, like she's wearing like less electric tape. I'm more like <laughs> <laughs> like lacy numbers, a blazer with a brazier, oh, no. black lace thing with the blue and red. That was hideous. She sucks, but at the same time. <laughs> She's going for like matte lipsticks and like a more normal hair. I see it. Like if she can stop doing the yeah. caddy reality show thing, I could see her not on a talk show because I don't really like to, no, hear, her talk, to hear her talk. But something, something fun. else, right? Something. I mean, I enjoy <laughs> Jocelyn's hotels or whatever that she <laughs> puts up on the reel, and I like the fact that she makes Tamara uncomfortable, and you know the whole you invited into our bedroom thing, and how Tamara's just such a fucking virgin or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> this letter from God our Tamara her. says. So our Tamara says, "I've been with my husband for thirteen years, and we've been married for ten. Until a year ago, our marriage was pretty good. He's white and I'm black. All right. And this was never a problem until I found out that he was supporting Donald Trump. What? Ever since that, I just do not look at him the same. The way every black person is looking at white people sideways, I'm looking at his ass. (laughs) Girl, that would be me. I can't. As someone who considers herself woke, I want to throw... I want to throat punch him every time Trump is on TV or in earshot. I feel like there's a whole other side of him that he's hiding from me, which would be smart on his part because of my throat punching instinct. He wants to have sex and I'm like, no, thanks, (laughs) because I'm no longer attracted to him. Since the election and now the inauguration, all I can think about is how do I get a job and get the fuck out of this marriage? My question is, do you guys think I'm overreacting? I can't talk to my family or friends about it because it's so embarrassing. I know that politics should probably not play such an important role in my life, but they just do. Trump is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen, and now I'm looking at my husband the same way. Any advice you guys can give me is greatly appreciated. I'm a huge fan of you both, and I thank God I will have y'all to listen to as we go through this awful time in American history. Oh, girl, are you sure? Because Trump might kill us first. I mean, I don't know how long, how far we're getting into the four years. I wanted to answer that question, first of all, because I appreciate the fact that somebody who has a white husband listens to this show <laughs> and I'm emailed sure us. But also because we have way more questions this week about how to deal with Trump and how to deal with like self-care and mental health. Right. And I'm just here to tell y'all 100% honestly, I have been a fucking wreck since Donald Trump was elected, truly, but my anxiety has been steady growing since or up until the inauguration and over the past five days that he's been in office, I have not been doing well. I've basically been drunk and high all day, every day. So I cannot help you as far as like healthier ways to deal with this, but as far as your white husband not being worth a damn, I definitely got some words for that. I just feel like I kind of feel like I'm in the beginning of the Hunger Games where they like, where they come up that shoot and they like count down the the time or whatever before 
the shit starts and I just I just feel like it's like I'm out in the middle of nowhere and I don't know what's going on and I gotta fight to live and I have nothing <laughs> and I'm just like running around right. trying to find anything because I'm just almost, something like, to hold on to anything could kill me like <laughs> come at me bitch I, I dare you bitch <laughs> I just feel like stranded like right. I don't know what is like down is up I really have no clue what is going on right now and that's why I said like I'm living in denial and I think that slowly that whole thing is breaking because the tr- like the fact of the matter is that Barack Obama and Michelle Obama are no longer in the office like they're just gone you know what I'm saying and it blows I'm taking solace in the fact that I really like I know that they're not going anywhere I know Michelle's gonna take a break that she more than deserves mm-hmm. I do expect to hear both of them at least giving their opinions on things and being active in the community once and they stuff get back like to America that. right once they're like I guess <laughs> we'll go back sure, like whatever whatever <laughs> um I really hope Michelle runs in 2020 oh my god if we make it I have but a feeling she's so over I do too all of it I really like, do like don't too. call me girl I don't want to be a part of no more like I showed my shoulders and they said that I was a slut but now this woman would but now y'all got free Melania hash it can wait it can wait till the read it can wait <sighs> anyway so about your husband I you know it's crazy because a lot of people it sounds like are dealing with this whether it's a spouse or a friend or a family member that just all like out of nowhere was like you know so this is how I voted it's like Mm -hmm. what I thought I knew you right you bitch um I guess it depends on you your character and how much you love she don't even want to fuck him no more she don't even want to fuck him no more if you feel like it's worth a shot, maybe try counseling or something. I don't know, because I legitimately could not get past Mm-mm, that. Nope. I just couldn't get past it. You know, I, there's there's no way I could get over that. I don't understand any Republican stance or anybody being anybody. like, oh, well, it doesn't make any sense to me. Even if you're a Republican and these are your views or your feelings, you could be a bigot like you could be the worst kind of person right and still voting for him doesn't make any sense to me i just feel like it's inexcusable it's a vote for hate in right. my opinion through and through because he's not qualified so what else are you voting for so yeah. i don't know i don't know what's i mean tamara honestly it's been <laughs> a while it's been a year that you've been feeling you know stank about your husband and i think if no sex I mean, I can. I mean, she's probably just been like, you know, once a month, been like, okay, nigga. If I told you last time somebody asked me to the boudoir, (laughs) (laughs) you think I was not asked you to the boudoir, nigga? (laughs) You think I was lying? But she's not having it with this white man, and I get it. Like, I don't blame her. I would definitely try counseling with, like, preferably a black female. Preferably. Please. Somebody who will be on your side, not Some, his side. Yes. <laughs> because you are in the right here. And he needs convincing of all the wrong he's done. So. Someone who is black with a taste of unbiased. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you need to be not me, to be right. unbiased. <laughs> right. Someone who's not gonna be like, Well, bitch, you just need to leave this fuck. Why bitch are you still with this in white man? In front of him. Right. <laughs> because that's what we would do. 
right. You need somebody who's black who can who can understand where you're coming from yeah. and express that. Because I'm just going to say, why are you still with this white son of a bitch That's thing, girl? I don't get it. Twinsies. <laughs> Tell him to get the fuck on somewhere and get the fuck out your face. 1,000. So, yeah, girl, figure it. I mean, either, honestly, either therapy or divorce. There's no other way. There's really that. Like, because I would. Praise God you don't have children. <laughs> I, I would wake up thinking about it every day. And some things, like when you're in a relationship or when you're in love with, with someone, a lot of times things like this happen and you feel like, is this even really that big of a deal? Can I get past that? Yeah. And a lot of times it may be a small, a smaller thing in the bigger picture of things. But if it's something that's going to constantly be on your mind, it is a big deal. That's true. So... And I mean, it's not like, oh, politics are just some small thing. This is really fucking important. Globally. The things that this man, the executive orders he signed in the past five days alone, it just makes my fucking head spin. Less than I couldn't even sleep last night. My nigga was like, are you are you up at 1 a.m. drunk? Seriously, yeah. what are you doing? And I'm like, yes. I'm drinking I'm all the coping. vodka in the house. Right, because I cannot deal with what this man is about to do to our lives. I praise God I live in my little New York bubble of not having to worry about the rest of you niggas. But... It just—it's too much, and I couldn't share a household with somebody who voted for Donald Trump. Let I me tell it. you something. My manager is a good, crisp Caucasian woman. Yes, she is. Shout out to Alex Rago. And not only whitest is she woman in the world, and love her. smart, <laughs> but she's already got me holding down. Like I'm told, like, look, help me pimp the game because I don't know what's going on. And she's like, <laughs> got this. That's it. I'm not giving all a red cent to go and build no shit that Mexico damn sure ain't even. Oh gonna yeah, like, Alex put me up on game. Alex was like, bitch, I don't pay. Texas. I don't do Let that. me tell y'all something. <laughs> 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 bitch, I said, well, bitch, teach me your white ass ways then. Let me know. Cause I'm not with it. I'm not helping Donald Trump pay for that fucking wall. You can and if I have to go to prison, then may, you know, maybe I'll change my mind when that when the IRS emails me and says, bitch, either write us a check or go to jail. You know, maybe I'll change I my will, mind. I will start thinking about but it then. Until then, I'm not giving the federal government one fucking you dime. Nothing. Nothing. I'm not helping y'all build this racist wall of hate you can kiss my black ass no shrimp no rice no <laughs> champagne you don't eat nothing <laughs> so our last letter has nothing to do with donald trump it comes from maya and it says i need to know if i'm overreacting or not i'm 25 probably. i've been with my you probably are i've been with my boyfriend for about six years we have a son who's turning two in three months since I had the baby, I've waited for my post-baby snapback to happen, and much to my horror, it has not. I'm not fat, but I'm bigger than I've ever been in my life, and I am so uncomfortable at this size. My whole body has changed in ways that exercise alone will not fix. I've told my boyfriend about this, and all he ever says is, go to the gym, or whatever, don't lose weight then. <laughs> that sounds like a nigga. <laughs> Niggas be like, do your pussy still work? Because I'm still going to fuck. That nigga was like, girl, like, shut, I don't care. The other night I said that if I was to lose extra weight, I would most certainly need a boo job and a tummy tuck. And after I said that, he got angry and went on a tirade calling me selfish and not smart because I don't know how to prioritize our needs. We're moving in a few months and I understand we're saving up for it. But for him to essentially say that this is never going to happen was... I'm too drunk to read. After he... Okay. I don't know how to prioritize that. For him to say it's never going to happen was extremely hurtful. I feel like he never wants to do any of the things that will make me happy, even when he knows how much they mean to me, like marriage. She put that in parentheses. Right. <laughs> Woo! It especially hurts because the only reason my body has changed is because of the pregnancy. 
that I have for his child, by the way. I added that in. So my question is, am I overreacting? Does he have the right to tell me no on getting surgery? Am I a spoiled bitch for expecting him to just say yes and give me what I want? LOL. (laughs) Thank you for taking the time to read my question. And please come to Calgary, Canada. Love, Maya. I don't know where that is, sweetheart, but I love you for listening. It's one of the provinces. Gotta be. That's what they call it, right? I don't know. Canadian provinces. That's Aubrey. Um, Aubrey.google.com. This reminds me, actually, of something I just saw. Oh, it Instagram. is a province. Yeah. Or you a know territory. Things. One or the other. So, um, Tika Sumter, who is Beautiful. an actor and one of the literally one of the most beautiful creatures in God's existence. Absolutely. Tika Sumter is so fine that I don't even know. It don't make sense. It it's I can't fathom. Like, you know, God just has days where he feels like going off. <laughs> <laughs> you know? and, and that was one of those days. Right. I'm mad I didn't come up on that day, but Tika Sumter is fine. So she just had a baby and she posted something on um, Instagram the other day and it was like her walking out on maybe some like uh, talk show appearances that she did. Mm -hmm. And on one side it was her while she was a few months pregnant or maybe she was, I don't know how many months, but she was definitely showing. And I think the other one was more recent. And maybe the, the whole caption was just about her you know, feeling heartbroken about all of these women who feel the pressure to snap back after pregnancy. Because it's like crazy. Every celebrity who has a baby or is pregnant, they always follow the this this yeah. woman's like journey to snap back. And it's different for a lot of women from what I've heard. A lot of times genetics has a lot to do with it, you know, besides just diet and, and exercise. And some women like are just skinny naturally throughout their whole pregnancy. Maybe they worked out before their pregnancy, so it's normal for them to be working out while they're pregnant or whatever. Right. And when they have a baby, it's just nothing for them to be like, whoop, I'm right back where I was. You know, but... <laughs> right. It, like Tiana Taylor. Right. Like, Tiana Taylor had that baby, and four hours later, she had a six-pack. Like, so... I think it's different for everybody, and you should just... It's one of those things that... It's like a sociological form of bullshit to me where you, you know, feel this pressure as women to look like one type of thing. And it's like you shouldn't want to have sex, but you need to have sex because you need to be like a porn star, but you shouldn't like it. And then you need to have kids because that's what it's about. But then you need to also be a sexy mom, a milk. Right. And all this other stuff. And it's like... Like she, like Tika said, ooh, I'm so glad that glass was empty because it ooh. fell on my whole MacBook Pro. And I ruined my last MacBook actually at this studio. Remember when we oh, was upstairs in the that. big room and I spilled that drink on my, I had to buy a new MacBook after that. Oh my God. <laughs> but like she said in here, you know, you as a mother, you did one of the, she used the word miraculous, I believe, but to me it's, it is miraculous. It's also terrifying. I mean, yeah, to grow a whole nother human. To grow a person with body. a mind brain that will fir- that will go on and have a job so and bills and like have their own Women families and opinions and like you create this. You not only create this, but you cultivate it in your body. And then push it out. That's right. And then you have to take care of it. And then like, raise it. <laughs> and then raise it legally for years. For many, <laughs> many years. Most of your years. So, 
I agree that like the pressure of looking like something or snapping back or or lose losing that weight like it's bullshit. Like you did your job. You know what I'm saying? You had this baby, hopefully a healthy baby, girl or boy or whatever, and you should be focused on taking care of that. Amen. And you know, if you want to look a certain type of a way, yeah, you can change your style of eating or go work out or whatever. But don't be pressured to look like no kind of whatever yeah. just because, like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it. Even yeah. if you didn't have a baby, fuck that. Who cares? Just be healthy. Right. I don't know that you are overreacting about this. I think that maybe, you know, you're really worried about the way you look as opposed to something that maybe is of more substance than that like you're just kind of like oh i'm at this size and it doesn't feel good i've never been this big which is real but like i don't think surgery is going to fix that about you i understand pregnancy does some shit to your body obviously i've never been pregnant so i don't know anything about it like what it really does to you but i don't think surgery is gonna fix the way you're feeling i think maybe having some time to yourself to carve out like your own routine or being like you know i'm gonna cook this or i'm gonna go to the gym or i'm gonna have my time to do whatever like that's really great for you but i don't think that a boot job or a tummy tuck is gonna make you necessarily no. feel better about your body and the fact that your man was like okay girl will either change the way you eat or stay fat <laughs> he doesn't sound like he cares <laughs> right it's like he likes it either way <laughs> i don't give a fuck and maybe you want him to be like yeah baby i'll pay for your boob job you know you can have a tummy tuck or whatever else you want like the fact that he's not really particularly enthused about that i would just i don't know i think for me this wouldn't be uh kind of like a deal breaker or like a, oh i'm gonna leave this nigga because it's so annoying that he feels like i don't need surgery and i'm beautiful on my <laughs> <laughs> how dare you <laughs> fuck is your problem loving fuck me is wrong with you am. nigga I'm very ugly <laughs> fuck is you talking about what is wrong with you bitch <laughs> I'm hideous you fucking dumbass so, I would do I would I would probably say you know what I just need some some time to myself. I feel yeah. like a lot of of mothers, especially of children who are not public school age, I think those first five or six years of a kid's life can be incredibly stressful and hard on you. Probably all of them. I mean, definitely all of them. But when you're like the sole or primary caregiver, like this nigga needs you like to they stay alive. Need you for life, yes. <laughs> that's got to be stressful as shit and it sounds like maybe you just need some time to yourself to have your own things that you want to do you want to go to the gym or whatever else yeah Yeah, get a massage I feel like you should just enjoy enjoy being a mother I understand there's a lot of pressure from society for you Mm -hmm. to bounce back like Beyonce or Taylor Tiana Be careful. Tiana Taylor, any of these other women who have had babies, but remember that they have private chefs and they don't have jobs. Hello. They can work work out all they want to. Oh, seven trainers. Beyonce (laughs) Beyonce don't have to cook nothing. Ever. Beyonce probably has an app where she tells the nigga downstairs what she wants for breakfast. For breakfast. (laughs) And it's ready when she get down there, my nigga. Beyonce's app designed and built just for her. Yeah, man. Plus, I mean, don't forget that society hates people who are of any size at all. Like, you cannot be. Right. If you're anything (laughs) under than a women's US 12, then 
it's, society is probably totally cool with your body and the get way out. you look. But once you get bigger than that, people are very hateful. Just remember there's a lot of pressure on you to look a certain way. And what really matters is that you're happy, your baby's happy. It matters slightly less that your man is happy. But, you know, it just... <laughs> <laughs> worry about the things that are truly important. Take care of yourself. And hopefully your happiness springs from that and not from what you look like. Because I don't think that that's ultimately what's most important. I agree. So, send your questions to AskTheRead at gmail.com and we'll be back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so we're back, and now it is time for the read. So I don't have a real read, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to have some things to say about your read. Cool. So let me just say that white people, I'm so the fuck over y'all. Like, no shade. (laughs) I love that y'all give me money. I love that I have white people working for me. You know, every time a white man opens the door for me, I feel like a black angel gets its wings. That's true. But I just... This is so bad, y'all. It is. It is really bad. And I'm not trying to blow you niggas high. I'm not trying to ruin nobody's day. I know this is a comedy show. Y'all listen to this shit to get away from the Trump shit. But at the same time, we cannot not talk about it. It And I just want white people to remember that y'all did this. Not only are y'all the majority of the population, y'all are the majority of the registered voters. And once again, white men and white women turned out in majorities when no other race did to put Donald Trump in office. And so. Whatever influence Russia may have had over this election, it didn't. It still did not stop a lot of you niggas for voting for that nigga. My and God. we just <laughs> and and now we're at the point where I feel like the people who truly deserve my anger or my wrath, like the people I'm really over, are the ones who are writing all these. I'm so sorry I voted for Donald Trump. Please forgive me I'm essays black as fuck on all these different media outlets. And again, I'm going to keep this short because I know I have the tendency to go off and I'm not going to do that. But if you voted for Donald Trump hmm. and now you realize that he lied to you mm-hmm. <laughs> or you realize that the campaign promise that he made that you love the most is not going to happen mm-hmm. or he put in a hiring freeze at the VA so now you can't get a job mm-hmm. or you are a veteran and you can't get the medical care you need and it's going to be another six months for you to get in to see a doctor or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. else. You can't ask us to turn around and feel sorry for your dusty, dirty, white ass because mm-hmm. you voted against your own best interest. That's right. Your broke ass had no business voting Republican in the first motherfucking sure place. And so the fact that you did does not mean I'm going to turn around and dig up whatever little, little sympathy I have in my heart for you. Everything I have goes out to the people who voted for Hillary Clinton and don't deserve this and are still going to get the fucking worst of it. That's where the vast majority of my sympathy goes. And if you're not one of those people, I probably don't have too much for you. And I'm not even going to get into, you know, the whole... You know what? Yes, I am. Because you dumbass motherfuckers talk about Hillary was... No, during 
the campaign talking about Hillary is just as bad as Trump and war crimes and Haiti and and emails and all this shit, shit she's done and blah white man and this is this you cannot tell me you can. that after her first four or five days in office that first of all Hillary Clinton would have done anywhere near the amount of utterly dumb shit that Donald Trump has done and secondly you can't tell me that Republicans would have so easily let her do it. I sat there and watched Barack Obama, a president who I voted for twice, struggle with a GOP House and Senate to get anything done. I mean, struggle to get Obamacare passed, struggles to get y'all to do anything at all, to even remotely acknowledge that black people matter in this fucking world, struggle to get anything progressive put in place, fighting with you motherfuckers every step of the way, while y'all called Michelle and her beautiful ass daughter's monkeys and apes and all other kind of terrible things Mm. meanwhile donald trump has a son who is special needs and i don't care if you niggas don't like that i said it because i see it and the boy is it and it's nothing wrong with that but the fact that he's hiring somebody or recommending somebody for secretary of education who does not believe in public schooling who thinks that charter schools are the way to go and who doesn't even think the ada should be applicable in public schools means that i can criticize the fuck out of donald trump because he knows that his own special needs child can have whatever private tutoring private schooling he is going to have whatever he needs and if ultimately that boy still is not able to work on his own or have his own life he will be just the fuck fine thanks to his daddy or all his ugly ass racist ass siblings that came before him so don't ask me to have no sympathy for you racist ass rednecks and all the shit you hold so dear because i just don't have you can kiss my black ass and i'm done I'm done. That was efficient. Thank you. So, <clears throat> Craig said, Michelle, let me tell you something. Um, <laughs> so many feelings. So, as we discussed previously, Chrisette Michelle uh, was asked to sing at the inauguration for Donald Trump uh, last week. She says that she immediately agreed with the <laughs> When asked, she immediately said the word absolutely. Um, uh, Once that whole whole news hit the streets, she was ripped to shreds by anti-Trump motherfuckers like the entire black community. All of us, right. And anybody else to sense. Um... And so since then, she has kind of been like on the defense again, like Steve Harvey and the rest of these niggas who I don't know what the fuck y'all thought. <laughs> One of the things she did um, in response to the backlash was perform a uh, a spoken word piece called No Political Genius. Now, I'm going to give you a taste of this. I was about to say, do you want me to play it or do you have it? I just, I've got it. It's okay, fine. great. So here we go. I am the black voice, inauguration bells ring. I am the black sheep disguising the scared wolf. No, I'm the black elephant in the red room, scared shook. White House invites me, you call me their coon. I am the butterfly growing from history's cocoon. I can carry the mantle with God as my goon. He provides the life support, I'm balancing his tune. Church folks may not clap, but I'll sing their song. Hip-hop for Jay-Z, now you say you lost one. R&B for Def Jam, Rich Hipster for Brooklyn. But Spike won't pay me a crook from Crooklyn. I'm girl I I had to stop it right. but God is your goon sis that was really bad not to mention Roman Coon with Coon but it's fine 
So that was her spoken word response to y'all having a problem with her. Um, there's more of it if you at all, for whatever wild reason, are interested in hearing it. It's called No Political Genius, which she says she's also creating a series. A TV show. Called No Political Genius, same name, where she's going to be going back and forth between, I guess, congressmen who are allegedly calling her and people within our community who have questions and concerns about the government. Um, I don't believe that, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, she also says... Mm-hmm. that um, after her performance, um, I guess she expected to meet with Donald Trump or mm-hmm. talk to him or whatever, and he never met with her. She was very upset. She says that her family disowned her, and she didn't even get to shake this man's hand. She was on the uh, Breakfast Club talking about how, you know, she was there and her Basquiat skirt and... You know, she said that black girls matter. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever this whole thing is. Did you watch the whole thing? I did. The idea that, you know, she's, you know, trying to bridge this gap between. It was 40 minutes of dumb shit. It's just really stupid and inexcusable. It is. I appreciated Charlamagne trolling her and laughing at her in her face. That was nice. Um, so look, here's the thing. I think that. I think that people like Chris and Michelle are doing two things. A, they are underestimating racism, and B, they are like overestimating themselves. <laughs> because nobody asked you, like, I don't, nobody asked you to attempt to bridge any gap between nothing. No one did. Mm-hmm. And like I've said before, I like I appreciate people who truly in their hearts want to try and make a difference and make peace and stuff like that. But why the fuck we always got to be the one to build a bridge? Why do we always have to come down to the quarry with cement and sticks <laughs> and stones and branches and wood and all this other fuck shit to try and build bridges for these niggas to burn down again? Like, what are you missing, girl? These motherfuckers, they don't care about us. They don't care. They called you, like, you were surprised, just like your fiancé or whoever manages you was surprised when you got this offer to be at the inauguration. Why? Because they were asking every other nigga, and every other nigga said no. (laughs) And you said yes, because you either are so naive or so egotistical that you really felt like your presence there was going to make a difference for the black community. And I don't understand how i just don't get how you really felt like you being at that inauguration was anything more than you being the nigga they needed like do you really Mm-mm. where have you been could you possibly be so daft that you just feel like <laughs> Come on, i just you know i'm gonna be out there and bridge i'm gonna bridge a gap none of us did none of us, none of us asked you to do that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying there have been far more influential people in our history who have bled who have been in imprisoned who have died and couldn't bridge a gap from us to these racist people so what the fuck makes you think that we sitting at home in a new trump presidency saying my god someone beef corsette michelle (laughs) and her people get steve harvey on the phone because we just need someone to talk to these people we don't we do not we fucking don't and all like you being at that inauguration supported him 
We didn't need you to be mm-hmm. there, girl. The only reason they asked you to be at that fucking concert is because they needed people to perform to show support of him. Like, what's it like Maxine Waters said? The mm-hmm. inauguration is for what? It's supposed to welcome and honor and respect yes. an incoming president. So you being there, regardless of what fucking skirts you had on or what poet, what po- piece of poetry, it ain't fucking deaf comedy or deaf poetry jam, girl. <laughs> like, nobody cares about that. No one's interested. They knew that they they needed a nigga on stage and you were the nigga who said yes. Plain and simple. It's nothing more or less than that and it never is going to be. Period. Them people don't care about you. They don't care about what you stand for or what you think. So you really feeling like you were going to make a difference is completely fucking foolish to me. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, <clears throat> what it all boils down to the fact that you wanted to put yourself in this position Same. to A, get a check, and B, act like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm doing this and that and the third for the motherfucking community and I'm making this sort of change and blah, 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 blah. But none of us wanted you to. None of us asked you to. Now your family ain't fucking with you, which neither would mine. I, like, right. My family, like, bitch, not, I couldn't even... If I tried to call my family after some shit like this, come on, it wouldn't even... The phone would just say, the party that you are trying to contact (laughs) said, bitch, don't ever call us the fuck ever again. That's what they told me to tell you. Like, what the fuck did you think that this shit was, girl? Like, I'm just confused. I don't understand that part. And I feel like, you know, people like President... Uh uh-uh, don't say that. You mean pres- former President Obama? People like President Obama. Okay. Did their absolute best. You know what I'm saying? To try and stay on both sides and do X, Y, and Z. And da, 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 da. This nigga came to the fucking inauguration with his own wife. Didn't open the door for her. She got her fake ass Jackie Onassis <laughs> outfit. Y'all trying to compare her fake, to a legend. Fake. And she paid her absolute dust, debris, and he no don't like doubloon. her. And Michelle and Barack were the ones to be like, here's your, your little. I'll, and I'll that's take your why gift. she was rolling her eyes. Right. Now that's that why. Little cheap ass Tiffany present. Not and that the at fact all. That her husband treated her like that. She was like, "Well, because Barack stands right there at the car waiting on her every time. He know what the fuck this is. That's why she was aggravated. Like this <laughs> nigga now, like he doesn't even care. The after you've been dragged by women, this entire campaign for the fuck shit you've been involved in. You can even come out here and show your own fucking sugar baby some goddamn respect at your fucking ceremony. Now you want to know why my fucking faces twisted up you decided to be a part of that corset we don't care nobody cares about that shit because you know the the true way to show power from our end is to not go to not support them stop acting like we have to be the ones to always connect these dots for people who could not care less about what the fuck is going on over here the way to get your attention bitch is to say no I also will not support Mm -hmm. your motherfucking shit so find a black person do your goddamn best that is the way to show them that we don't fucking we're not playing them games look at women look at the women's fucking march the women's march that came 
historically, what was it? The biggest protest, the biggest whatever oh, yeah. in the history. It was one of the biggest days, I think, for the D.C. metro system. It was like over a million swipes on a fucking Saturday. They're reporting. By far way bigger numbers than than the inauguration. And this was worldwide. Not worldwide. just Worldwide. Not just here. Women across the globe protesting against this asshole that white people Asia, elected. Australia, South America. People all over the world were like, we ain't got to deal with that shit too much. But also, fuck that bitch. So... After all these reports coming out about how pissed this motherfucker is about the numbers of this women's march versus the numbers from his inauguration, you really feel like like they don't care about your stories and your tears and your dress, girl. They don't care. The fact of the matter is that you did what they needed you to do, and that is the end of the story. Steve Harvey mm-hmm. ain't get to shake that nigga's hand. Steve Harvey will well, more than likely, past likely, never hear from that bitch <laughs> ever again. You did what you needed to do. You took your picture, you came up, and you were in attendance. I hope that check pays the bills that you needed to for however many years and months or whatever to come, because that's all that that whole shit stood for. The way that we are going to show these people that we fucking mean business is to stay our asses out of their motherfucking face. No, you won't have my coins. You won't have my tax dollars, bitch. You won't have my support. You won't have a handshake from me. You won't get a picture of Polaroid. No, nothing. Because that is what boils their goddamn oval teen bitch. <laughs> that is what it is. These motherfuckers be pissed and racist as fuck until the day until it comes out. Look at what's his name? Donald Sterling? Was that his name? Oh yeah, the owner of the Clippers. When his sugar baby came forward and was like, well, he's racist as fuck. He didn't buy me the Chloe, uh, the Chloe bag or the Chanel bag <laughs> I wanted. So here's what I fucking heard this bitch say. And that nigga lost so many ducats. Lost his based team. off of that. <laughs> That's why they want to apologize. Look at Paula Dean. That's why they want to be sorry and go sit down with the likes of black-ass Steve Harvey and then go and cook fucking creme brulee for a bunch of black-ass inner-city kids. That's when they want to make a difference. When you show, okay, well, you may not, you may not have my money any longer. I won't be buying your clothes. I won't be buying your fucking food. I won't be watching your fucking show, and I won't come up to your event. That's how you make a difference. Not by going over there and begging and pleading and thinking that you're going to recite some fucking lengths and hues, and they're going to act like they give a fuck. So nobody cares. We don't feel sorry for you. You know, you can't have a refill. We don't know. We're not having. That was. That was. Can I get a refill? That was. Um, it was a while ago. That was. No, that was not her. That was. El oh, Varner. no. That was right. That was. Sorry, El, El Varner. Varner, right. Sweet girl. Really she was. Um, we were having an epiphany. I think I'm just about over. And the epiphany an is, bitch. That the only bridge that was involved in this whole affair is the one that you burnt between your black ass self and the rest of us. That's it. Because you won't be getting a dime, dollar, or cent from me ever the black ass again. And there ain't shit that you can rhyme with that. I'm done. That's it. Let me tell you something about Chris and Michelle. First of all, that bitch came to MTV for like their day of service when I worked at Viacom. Um... They have like a day of service every year where they hire somebody kind of famous to come perform at Viacom. And she was there one day. And I loved Chrisette Michelle's first and second albums. I have been a huge fan so, of her too. Like, so when she, when I first heard about, you know, when she came out with the black people need to do better shit last year, I was like, okay, girl, I ain't trying to hear that. Right. But then when this All Lives Matter Trump inauguration ball thing came out, I was just truly over her. And last week when we talked about Trina, first of all, I didn't want to taint the Trina episode with anything too deep about Donald Trump. But this dumb bitch did interviews because, you know, she's been on the circuit this week 
begging for everybody's right. Yes, and she told MTV and the Breakfast Club. I'm sorry, not MTV, BET and the Breakfast Club the same thing, which was that. So BET directly asked her, you know, did you reach out to President Obama about your decision to perform? And she said, I don't have his number, um, but he was at Trump's inauguration. And as much as we cheer for him and say that we're on his bandwagon, how come y'all not mad at President Obama the way y'all are mad at me because he was at the inauguration just like I was. I just want to remind your dumb bitch ass that Barack Hussein Obama was the outgoing president of the United States of America meaning it is his goddamn duty if nobody else is is there bitch. If nobody else is there to hand over the passwords to this nigga. It's Barack Obama's job. The fact that you think that you're D-list and the fact that she put herself on the D-list and was being extremely generous is hilarious to me because sis, the list is for white people. You're it more is. like the wildest. But the fact that you even put yourself on that and then said, why come y'all not mad at President Obama is fucking laughable. Bitch, we not mad at him because he's the goddamn president. He did his job. You're the dumb bitch. They cycled through everybody worth a damn before they got to you. Jennifer Holiday had to Jennifer say yes. Jennifer Holiday no. said yes. And then the gay said, bitch, don't forget we made you. And she said, never mind. I'm telling you you're not going <laughs> how about that and I and what did Jennifer say well bitch I'm sitting my black ass right the fuck at home cause the gays ain't never steered me wrong and them niggas is paying my mortgage to this day you decided to take your ass on and perform at that inauguration despite the fact that not only did you not get 750000 or 250000 you didn't even get your requested rate <laughs> she told Billboard yep. that she sent over her fee and they were like we, we ain't got that. it <laughs> Which, no shade, no shade, because this is a lot of money. But it ain't no way Chrisette Michelle's fee is more than $25,000 to go any fucking where. It's just not. So the fact that you negotiated your way down to something that I'm sure is under $10,000, and I'm equally sure you haven't received your check yet, is nothing but funny to me. It's nothing but funny. You can't expect us to feel any type of way about you because Chrisette Michelle is not only stupid, she thinks the rest of us are just as stupid as she is. That's right. She thinks that she can go talk to Charlemagne and Angela Yee and say right. all this dumb shit right. to they faces and ain't none of us gonna, gonna question it or challenge her on it or say nothing twice about it. Like, bitch, what the fuck is you saying? Are you really trying to tell us you don't understand why we mad at you and not at the president? Your presence was optional. Guess where <laughs> Obama wasn't? Guess where he wasn't? He was at the official inauguration where that nigga is you know officially made the president and sworn in on the bible and all that he was not at the after party bitch sure that's wasn't. where you were where and you not were. only did you say that you were there to be a bridge see this is the thing about that bitch she sat there and told Charlemagne and them that she was the bridge and she was gonna be the one to start the conversation and it's just important that somebody's there and they need to see us first of all white people have seen niggas all their lives they just all don't life. give a fuck they about you your presence there didn't make one lick of difference for you to be like oh well did y'all see my Basquiat skirt with to. slaves on it nobody and cares. cotton picking nobody gives them white people didn't give a shit they don't care but they don't know what Basquiat Donald is. Trump himself didn't 
didn't even bother to meet with you. Didn't even bother to shake your black you ass think hand. He was going to? In fact, said, you know, we're going to go ahead and do the Trump thing first of all. We're going to get that out the way. And then you can come out afterwards totally breaking with tradition. Which president has ever waited until... The like who which president has ever gone through and done the whole like oh you know inauguration ball pomp and circumstance and then the singer comes and that nigga is out you wasn't even there you never laid eyes on that nigga you wasn't there to bridge a gap you dumbass Steve Harvey ass bitch you was there to be the token black that's it you wasn't there to make no policy changes for you to sit up and tell the and she's telling the Breakfast Club oh well. I'm going to go to South Dakota and find a single mom and tell her, a white single mother, how she's just like a black single mother in Far Rockaway. And I'm going to bring in mayors and senators and we're all going to talk. No, the fuck you aren't, bitch, because you ain't nobody. Shut the fuck up with your dumb black ass. All right. I'm sorry. (sighs) She's just so fucking frustrating because you think the rest of us are as dumb as you are and we just are not. That's why I said last week when I was talking about Steve Harvey being dumb and I saw some people being like, he is, I don't believe he's dumb. He's just... The know, fuck she dumb. ain't? No, these people are dumb. The fact that you really allow, you put yourself dumb. in a position and the fact that you kept it a secret for as long as you did or whatever, however many days, you knew that you were going to get a backlash from this and you took the risk anyway. Yep. You just have to be dumb to believe that that risk was worth it. Yep. So what you have now, no career, you didn't get to meet with no Donald Trump and I promise you that these congressmen and women that you are alleging are contacting you and, and doing all of this that you're not making any difference nobody asked you to put that cross nope. and you know to bear that cross or put that weight on your own shoulders nope. nobody asked you to do that you did that on your own and that's why I'm saying it either has to be an egotistical thing where you just feel like you just have the power and the influence to make this difference mm-hmm. or it isn't because I don't see how you can look at the likes of the Obamas or Malcolm X or anybody's Martin mm-hmm. Luther King or any Anybody who's come before you who has been killed or chastised, who actually made way bigger leaps in change than you have, and they still don't get taken seriously or respected. You really felt like we were going like like what was dumbass. Shut up. You ain't nobody. We have every right to be pissed at you or at the very least to be like, I don't know who that is. Right. Don't talk to me anymore about a Chris Emma show because I'm not interested. That's really it. So take whatever ever usd they gave you and make it last that's all i can say because i know it wasn't no money I, it ain't nothing you can live off of and the other thing about her is that through the whole interview she was like oh well you know they called my phone oh well actually they didn't call my phone right no, my phone doesn't i don't ring. i don't ring for that i'm booked for the next six months honey oh On i don't what, go hungry i don't do this oh baby they don't understand i'm not blah blah, blah. bitch if you were that popping and this is no shade please take this with full 100 percent. take this with the honesty of christ girl if you were that fucking popping we would already know about it and you would not have to tell us sis. that's right but the fact of the matter remains that you're playing a casino in mississippi next month you ain't popping bitch you out here making it like the rest of us and you did this because first of all you know chrisette michelle's never gonna be- get a bigger audience than the fucking inauguration and secondly you need the fucking money there's nothing chrisette michelle or anybody associated with her can say to me that will make me feel 
any differently about that. And black people might be the most understanding motherfuckers on the planet when it comes to just needing money. <laughs> a week ago, all she had to say when this came out was, yo, my niggas, I'm sorry, but I owe $45,000 to the IRS and I got to get this shit paid off. And I promise you, niggas would not still be doing this because niggas understand having bills. But you wanted to act like God called you and MLK said this was important and they need to see somebody and I, I need to bridge the, gra- bridge the gap and I need to be the one. But bitch, talking about, oh, I have access and I got senators and mayors calling me. You couldn't even show shake Donald Trump's raggedy ass white ass hand bitch you ain't got nothing you got played and I bet you ain't never gonna get your check on top of that but go on and fuck yourself you ain't got no room or no reason to be mad at us to be mad at nobody Spike Lee or anybody who is reacting negatively to your negative dumb poor foolish ass decision so live with that make it work and I hope that you can eat for as long as God has you here but other than that, like finding a way for you to eat it's not my business. I'm yeah, not that's not my business. I don't give a shit. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> well, the microphone is a Chris and Michelle fan. I don't give a shit what happens to her the, at this point, but are we done? Yeah, I think that's it. All right. So don't forget to check out This Is The Read. <laughs> did you like poke your eyes? Yeah, out? I did. And don't forget to check out our super dope sponsors in Nature Box. They make high quality snacks that actually taste great and are better for you with ingredients that are free from artificial flavors, colors, and sweeteners. So you can feel much better about your snacking decisions. There are new snacks every month. So again, check out naturebox.com slash three to get 50% off your first order. If you ever try a snack you don't like, NatureBox will replace it for free. So again, naturebox.com slash the read for 50% off your first order. Snack, sn- snack. <laughs> Sorry. What's up, liquor? Snack healthier with NatureBox and the read. Kefiri, do you have any, uh, you know, news this week and shit? Yes. The read live is coming to you very soon. Washington, D.C. We have to go there. We do have to go to D.C. I just thought of that. But we don't have to see them ugly-ass white people. <laughs> a week from Saturday, De- December, February 4th, we're coming to D.C. for a show. Can't wait. So excited. You guys are always great. Also, February 25th, New York City right here, our four-year anniversary show. That should be exciting and festive or whatever. So I believe both of those engagements are sold out. Woo! So I guess we'll just see you there. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. Um, also, I guess... I'll just hold it, fuck it. your your mic. Yeah, my mic's been fucked up all episodes. Sorry, guys. Um, I don't know. A big shout out to Fast Company. Oh, yeah, they put us on their list. Most creative people in business this year, which is exciting because we're also on the list with the likes of, like, Serena Williams. Yes, and and Issa. So, great company. Very dope. Thank you, Fast Company, very much for the recognition. Um, I think that's it. Do we have an acronym for this week or not? The acronym will be uh, B-O. Barack Obama, nigga? <laughs> Amen. That and be optimistic. Oh, huh. Because as long as you keep your head to the sky, you can win. As long as you keep your head to the sky. Bye, niggas.
for 25 years. Nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Not everything in life is flexible, but at Capella University, your education can be. With our game-changing FlexPath learning format, you're empowered to fit education into your life without putting other priorities on hold. FlexPath lets you set your own deadlines and adjust them when needed. You can take courses at your own speed and move on to the next one when you're ready. Imagine how a flexible education can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.